Hey everyone, welcome to Christian Cup with Rosie LaBelle, hosted by me, Rose. How are you guys doing today? Uh, personally, I'm doing great, you know? It is January 31st, the last day of the first month of 2021, and I feel like I accomplished most of the goals that I set myself for the month of January. Now, I mean... Obviously, there are so many other things that I could work on, but you know, it is what it is. I feel like I did do a pretty good job so far, so far. Um, I'm a little tidbit annoyed and let me tell you guys why. So I have a whole setup going on right now. So if you're watching me on YouTube, you can partially see my setup, but down here on this side, I have my computer where I am recording this podcast on um, GarageBand, right? And I have my monitor right here. I have my phone right here for my notes, my microphone right here so that you guys can hear me clearly. Like everything is set up. So I was recording for about 12 minutes straight till I looked down. <laughs> I looked down and I saw that my thing stopped recording. It stopped recording. I was like, what the heck? Really? Really? Now I gotta go do this again. It's okay though. Just like last time. Shall we call this warfare? I guess we shall. I guess this is spiritual warfare. There's something in this podcast um, that the enemy clearly does not want to get out. So we're gonna push past it. No matter how many times I have to record this, I will record it. And we're gonna get this podcast out to you guys. So, um, Today's topic, spiritual rut. Hmm. Um, I'm sure you can tell. I I can see why the enemy would not want this podcast to go out because I'm basically telling you guys how you can find yourselves to get out of spiritual rut. And the enemy would love to see you stay in that place. But honey, that is not where we reside. We don't reside over there. We don't reside in spiritual rut. Okay, I can't help but think of the meme, where the money reside, where the money reside. I can't help but think of that meme, but um, we don't reside in spiritual rut. No, the enemy would love for you to abide there, but that's not where we abide. We abide in Christ Jesus. And so today's episode is all about how to get yourself out of a spiritual rut. Being that it is the last day of the first month of January, um, or the first month of the year 2021, my apologies, um... I feel like it's warranted for me to go back into 2021, at, like reflect, right? Um, I believe that 2021 really put a lot of people in spiritual ruts. Being that COVID came out of nowhere. Everybody, it was 2020, first of all. We entered into a new decade, okay? So we was trying to hit the floor running last year with all of the plans that we, or all of the goals that we wanted to accomplish for the year. But out of nowhere, out of nowhere, COVID comes knocking on the door and shuts everything down. And so everybody was probably just like shook at that first and foremost, shook at the fact that something just came and bombarded and stopped all of our plans, all of the things that we wanted to do, all of the travel plans that we made the places that we wanted to go, the things that we wanted to see and do, all of that was stopped because of COVID. So not only that, when COVID did come, people were losing their jobs. People were losing their families and friends, God rest their souls. 
People were just like, you feel me? This was not something that anybody was expecting to happen, but it did. And I feel that it put a lot of people in a place of spiritual red, of not knowing what to do, a state of depression, you know? And uh, I can be honest, um, when 2020 did start, it was about that time for me to go overseas into Germany because, you know, I'm in the military. So we were going overseas into Germany. Um, we went like... I would say late February and we came right back mid April, I believe. And we came back because of COVID, which honestly I was happy to come back anyways. Um, (laughs) I was happy to come back anyways. Um, but glory to God, I still had my job. My, I still had consistent income. I did not lose anybody because of COVID-19, um, although my parents were, uh, affected by it, my husband was affected by it. They did not lose their lives. Glory to God, you know? Um, and my friends too. So COVID did not impact me as roughly as it may have impacted a lot of you, but seeing what was going on in the world and what was affecting so many other people that made me, that made, that affected me. That had an impact on me as a stand, a standby, somebody that was watching on the sidelines. You know what I mean? I believe that throughout 2020, a lot of pastors, etc., were trying to get us to understand that this is the year that we were, we were supposed to really press into God because God wants us to really see what he's trying to do. I mean, There is nothing that happens in this world that God isn't aware of or doesn't allow to happen, right? And so this was a moment for us to really press into God and figure out what was going on. What, what, why are you trying to get our attention, Lord? But in that process, I believe that, you know, we were still depressed it was still very hard it was even harder because churches were shutting down we didn't have the community that we once had uh, when it came to going to church and stuff like that it was just even more difficult to even spend time with God and so from quarantine to churches shutting down to um losing jobs losing family and friends to not being even able to spend the holidays not even being able to spend the holidays with your family and friends. I feel like 2020 did a real number on people and people are still being impacted till now, you know? And so I felt like it would be necessary. It is necessary for me to give you guys five ways that you can get yourself out of a spiritual rut. So please stick to listening to this episode if you want to find out more, okay? All right, so... What exactly is a spiritual rut? I would say that a spiritual rut is when you find yourself not being able to pray. You find yourself not being able to worship or listen to to gospel music. You find yourself in a depressive state. You literally want to lay in bed. You hate everything. You almost hate everyone. You want nothing to do with anything. Um, I feel like you find that that um, for the most part is what would describe a spiritual rut. Now, is it bad for you to find yourself in a spiritual rut? Um, I don't think so. Um, I feel like it's a part of life because there are good days. You have good days and you have bad days and a spiritual rut is just a part of that bad day. 
what I think is bad is if you find yourself staying in that place, if you choose to abide in the spiritual rut, because we don't abide there. We don't reside over there. We reside where the Holy Spirit resides, okay? Where the Holy Spirit resides. (laughs) We don't abide there, you know what I mean? And so I think what's bad about that is you find yourself living in that place of spiritual rut. And how long does it actually take for somebody to get out of a spiritual rut? I don't think time is a factor, honestly, because a lot of things affect a lot of different people differently. So it's really about your intentionality and your willingness and desire to actually come up out of that spiritual rut. So how would you go about doing that? If you're good and you're ready, you're like, you know what? I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being depressed. How can I get up out of this? Let me tell you, honey. Number one, okay? Start by doing small things. Start with the small things. So ask yourself these questions like, what am I listening to and what am I watching, right? Because you have to keep in mind that whatever you're allowing your ear and your eye gates to 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 uh, to receive, that is going to affect how you are. Right, that's going to affect your mood. That's going to affect how you feel. So I think that um, it's okay for us Christians to watch a movie here and there, listen to some, you know, Afrobeats. <laughs> we can listen to music. We can watch shows. You know what I'm saying? We can do those things. But these things only feed our flesh. They don't nourish our spirits. And it is our spirits that keep us connected with the Lord, right? And so we need to nourish our spirits. And how can we do that? We can start with listening to some good Christian music, listening to some good gospel, listening to some hymns, like listening to music that can actually fill your spirit and edify you, right? That's how we can start by doing that. We can do those things. Um, Not only that, Start watching some sermons from your favorite pastor. Like let the word the word of God says, let the uh let faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. In order for you to begin to build that faith again, get up out of that spiritual rut, you need to begin to hear the word of God. So go and listen to that sermon from your favorite pastor or check out a podcast. Hello, here is Christian Cup Podcast right here, ready to serve you. <laughs> you ready to serve you. So Start to fill your ear and your eye gates with things that will edify you, things that will uh, begin to, you know, uh, put fresh, fresh oil in you and begin to flush out those toxic things that are in you. Instead of listening to whatever it is that floats your boat um, every morning on your way to work or on your way to school, listen to songs or listen to a podcast, right? Just do those things. Begin to be intentional about the things that you're allowing into your eye and your ear gates, okay? That's number one. So number two is journaling. Y'all, I cannot, I give journaling a lot of credit because there would be times where I literally could not pray. I could not. Like I just physically felt like I could not. I could only muster enough courage to maybe write, even if it was just a sentence. I feel that journaling is another way to commune with God. It's literally you writing a letter to the Lord. And I feel that it has always given me the ability to express myself to God without, um, like audio, like, like if, even if it's not audible, I was still able to 
express myself to God, express my heart to God, express my mind to God, because sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes it's not enough to just, sometimes we don't have the courage or the, the, the strength to literally pray a bold old prayer and, you know, fight demons. Let me tell y'all a story. Like, um, once upon a time when I was living back in Florida, um, before I was in the army, I used to go to a Haitian church <laughs> and now we had this one pastor that came to visit. Um, I don't remember his name. Even if I did, I'm not going to even mention his name, but man loved to fight demons. Okay. So there was this one time we were having, um, it was like, they call it Jen, but it was like a uh, fasting from a certain time to a certain time. And we were all at the church laid out white sheets everywhere everybody in white clothes like dripped down in white and the man had a group like all of us that came to this thing in the back of the church right and he was leading we're like literally about to charge (laughs) we were literally about to charge with a a sword in our hands and we literally screamed and charged to the front of the church and we did that back and forth back and forth a few times And y'all, sometimes you don't have the strength to run up and down screaming knife time a few times. You don't have the strength to do it. So journaling, journal, journal, express yourself to God um, because it's good. And another great thing about journaling is that you can always look back and reflect on where you were and how far God has taken you. It always reminds me of the goodness of God and how he, he kept me. Even when I was in my lowest point, God always kept me. So journaling is point two. Point number three is taking time to yourself, right? It's okay to take time to yourself. I am married. Um, I'm no longer like, you know, my own person or whatever. So I do always have to be attentive to my husband. Now I can't only think of myself, but there are moments where my husband prays. Well, you know, he has his time, alone time with God and I need to have my alone time with God. So taking time for yourself, um, because there are some times where we get into the hustle and bustle of everyday life, right? That we forget to just stop and just chill, you know, just chill, you know? Or even when we're in that state of depression and we're literally allowing thoughts of condemnation and sadness and aloneness to just fill our minds. And you just need to be like, chill, just chill. You know what I mean? It's okay to, to, to not let those thoughts consume you. It's okay to take time to yourself so that you can be nourished again. For example, you know, an example of that is like, me personally, what I like to do sometimes is grab my favorite snack, you know, my favorite drink, you know, not alcohol, but a drink like juice or a sweet tea, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Um, and I'll go to my car with that snack or drink and just blast worship music. I used to do that all the time. Blast my worship music and just vibe and just allow, just spend time with me and spend time with God because... You get to, when you get into that hustle and bustle of having to go to work, come back, uh, or, uh, you're trying to, you're in that state of depression, you have no job. When you're stuck in that place, it's good to be able to separate all of those things 
get to a place of aloneness with you and yourself and God and just have time with God, have time with yourself, spend time with yourself um, so that you can get to that place again and begin to ground yourself again, ground yourself in the things of God, ground yourself in the knowledge of God and remind yourself of who he is, you know, and that even though you are going through this and this and that, even though your days are busy, whatever it is, you know, even though this is what you're going through, you need to be anchored and rooted in the things of God, in the word of God, okay? That is point number three, all right? And let me just say, not just regular, regular Christian music, you know what I'm saying? Because they're cool, but I mean that deep worship soaking music that trembles your soul. That's what we need, <laughs> Doing those alone times, okay, with your snack and your drink, so that you can fall the freak out, fall out, and allow God to ground you again. All right, that was point three. All right, so point number four. This is probably one of my favorite points. Um, a friend of mine actually brought it up to me, and that is to shake it off and just dance, not twerk, but dance, praise dance. Put on that worship music. As you can see, worship is a powerful thing. It's a powerful tool. And it actually reminds me of King David. Um, I'm going to read it to you. It's from 2 Samuel 6, verse 14 in the New, New Living Translation. It says that David danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment. Like, he was just dancing. He let himself free, and he did it with all his might. Dancing? Helps you to shake off whatever it is is that is stuck on you. Dance it off. Shake it off. Um, you know, David saw that he saw it fit to dance because it was in celebration of the fact that God had chosen him and chosen his descendants, you know, to be in covenant, well, to be a covenant partner with God forever. But for us, how we can um, put that scripture towards us is that, you know, although David saw it fit because it was a celebration that God had chosen him and his descendants to have covenant with him forever, this can be a reminder that God has chosen you. When you dance, it'll remind you that God is the one who chose you. God chose you to be in covenant with him forever. So I think number four is like one of my favorite things dance with all your might into remembering that God has chosen you, right? Because there's no way that you could be saved with God if God didn't already, you feel me, putting his on that you won't be there, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's another conversation. Another conversation for another time. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> Point number five, and this is the final thing, you guys. The fifth thing that can help you get out of spiritual rut is to let your friends and your family know what you're going through let them know what you are going through. They are your friends and your family for a reason. If your friends and family cannot help you through your hard times and your struggles, I mean, what are they there for? You know what I mean? That is why they are here. Even the word of God in James says that, um, James chapter 16, I'm going to read it for you guys. It says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has power and produces wonderful results. So 
I know personally, whenever I'm going through anything, I'm always communicating with my husband. I, t- I talk to my friends about it. I talk to my parents about it. And they were, they're always praying for me. And whenever they come to me about whatever they're going through, I'm always lifting, in a, lifting them up before the Lord in prayer. The Bible says to ask, seek, knock, and we will find. Whatever we do, if we do it in prayer, we do it earnestly. Like, you know, God will answer that. And that includes when you're in that state of sadness. If you want to come up out of that sadness, if you want to come out of that place of depression, if you express that to other people, they will be there for you. They will be the strength. They will be that strength that you cannot be at that moment. The strength that you do not have, they have it for you. And they can help you to get out of that that slump, that that place of spiritual rut. So, again, let's go over these five tips. So, number one, start by doing the small things. Check out what you're listening to and what you're watching. Make sure that you're um, intentionally um, choosing what you're allowing into your ear and your eye gates because that's going to affect the mood that you're in. Number two. Journaling allows you to really um, express what it is that's on your heart to the Lord. And just being able to look back at those journal entries really reminds you of where God has taken you, where he has brought you and how he has kept you, even in your lowest of lows. Number three, taking time to yourself. Like, um, go do something by yourself. Go on a date with God. That was something that I used to always do in my single season. Go on a date with the Lord. Spend time with God. Spend time with yourself and him. Let it just be you guys. Um, because I feel like that would actually also help you get out of that spiritual rut. Number four, just shake it off and dance. Not twerk, <laughs> but dance, worship. Let yourself go and just, you know, uh, 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 let all of those things fall up off of you so that you can really allow God to pull you up out of that spiritual rut. And number five, talk to your friends and your family because that's what they're there for. And then let them pray for you because the prayers of an earnest person availeth much. It's powerful and it produces wonderful results. So that's it for today's podcast i hope you guys enjoyed it today because i really enjoyed recording it even though my system is acting real goofy stop acting goofy system thank you so even though it's been acting a little goofy or whatever i still really enjoyed uh recording today's podcast with you guys make sure that you check me out on instagram you can find me as christian cup um podcast on instagram you can find my personal page as rosie.labelle and you can subscribe to my youtube youtube channel um which is called rosie labelle so make sure that you do those things check me out um my husband is the one who creates the intros to all of my podcasts all of my music videos the intro for my youtube video was created by my sister so i'll make sure that i include all of their information down below anyways (laughs) i know that was a lot that i just blurted out but anyways that's it for today i love you guys so much with the love of jesus and i can't wait i cannot wait to see